0: This show is part of the Darkmoor Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmoorpodcasts.com.
1: My name is Zach, and I play a Lara Skull Dream, a half-high elf bladesinger wizard, scholar of the Weaver's Guild, and a keeper of reflection.
2: My name is Jesse, and I play Grimton Steadyhand. A fighter, paladin of Bahamut, special legionnaire of the Pandominion, and revolutionary in the Red Capes.
3: My name is Steven, and I play Urshan Bethethnash, a red dragonborn cleric of the Twilight Domain, representative of the EWU,
4: and a part
3: of the Lace Battalion.
4: My name is Sarah, and I play Agnar Elfbreaker, an orc barbarian and the first daughter of the late Jarl, Skold of Endelfilk, killed by the warlord Gleb Headtaker.
3: And this This is
2: Advantage.
0: You are riding back now to the hunting lodge, the Jarl's hunting lodge. I guess your are Jarl's hunting lodge in all technicality's sake, Agnar. Cool. As you ride back, what have you done with Fang? Uh,
4: she's just with me now.
0: She is sobbing with you.
4: Yep. Uh,
0: what does comfort look like? For an orc. In this family? <laughs> A, for, not just for an orc, but in your family in particular? Where siblings frequently kill siblings?
4: Um, I would say that Agnar doesn't really know how to handle it. <laughs> so she's just like, Uh, it'll be okay. We're we're going back. We're gonna be home soon. Everything's gonna be fine. I'm sorry you had to see that.
0: Um, give me a persuasion
4: check? <laughs> it's gonna be fine.
0: Persuade the child! Give me an intimidation check.
4: Uh it's eighteen plus some stuff.
0: That's pretty good. That's a pretty good persuasion. By the by, the time you get where you're going, the tear stains will just be stains. They will not be fresh and wet. They'll be drying up.
4: Yeah, she'll be okay.
0: What have you done with Magnus daughter? the captive from the Heard who is on in the Jarl's group of the hunting trip?
4: Uh, they're just coming back with us on the horse, yeah?
0: Are you choosing to bind them in any way? Are they hobbled? Or did you tie a leash around their neck? Are they hogtied? There's a lot of different things that you could do. Are they walking beside the horses? Are they riding uh, in, f- in front like, <laughs> of, of somebody with uh, another person like wrapped around their waist in a really sweet and caressful manner? Alaris. <laughs> what?
4: Ooh,
2: that's an interesting slash. I was thinking Grimton and I can't see over her.
3: Oh, that's also fun.
4: I mean, I'd like to think that since surrendered pretty unhostily, Right? Like, she fought us at the beginning, but then she was like, "Ah, oh, this ain't worth it. But she has since decided it's not worth it. So she's just riding in front of somebody. It's not a big deal. Who it is though, I would like to know. Grimton, yeah? I think
0: we should roll for it. <laughs> is this uh, highest roll takes it? Sorry, Ag- Agnar is immune from this because Agnar's already got I've fang. already got fang. So are we doing highest or lowest takes it? Uh, highest takes it. I rolled a four. Again, the butcher rolled
2: a four. Crimpton rolled a 15. I rolled a
0: nat 20. Yeah! (laughs) Beat that, Hilaris. Uh, 12. Did it with my dark silver forge. (laughs) Rest in peace. Congratulations, Urshan Bafethnash. You have company on your horse. Are we bringing back any of the boards? I mean,
3: this. It was a hunt. I mean, yeah, we, we killed all, all of them, right?
4: All right, yeah, it's a hunt. What about
0: the other bodies? Head face, not purple.
4: Well, I have Iron Tusk's head, which I'm sure is also not the most fun for Fang. But I put it in a bag. <laughs>
2: I did make a note of taking one of those hunting spears if you want to like put his head on a pike.
4: Oh, good idea then we should do that before we get into town.
2: I agree, Agnar. I think it'll send a strong message. You see no
0: riding horses at the hunting lodge when it comes into view. Just a wagon and a large draft horse tied to a post. What is your plan here? So there's another hunting party out there. Signs, Urshan that's true Um,
3: we should just
4: wait for him here that'll be fun
3: I honestly can't think of a better plan especially if you prominently display the uh, piked head of the Jarl it'll be pretty clear what happened when they come up and where their allegiance now needs to be
4: yeah, that'd
2: be fun. Do you think they would bend the knee, so to speak, or do you think they would run to the fight and try to rally some forces?
3: What if we, uh, you know, let them come inside without, like, without displaying the head, and then when they get in, like,
4: surprise
3: them. We lock the door, and we're like, "Hey, this is how it is now."
2: <laughs> so to recap. The plan is step one, let them come inside. Step two, display the head. Step three, subdue them?
4: If necessary, yeah.
1: Yeah, I imagine most of them will quickly...
2: Well, we might could even, like,
3: set it up to where when we display the head, we're in some kind of position of power physically, so that if we need to... Ah, like the high ground. Yes, (laughs) like the high ground. Well, there's a nice
4: second story, like, Balcony, a la Skyrim. Uh, you know, like a Skyrim tavern. I don't know how better it is. Uh huh.
3: I no, I <laughs> immediately imagined exactly oh, what you were talking about. This,
2: the Skyrim taverns of uh, Endelfike?
0: Sue us, Todd Howard.
3: Well, we let them. We let him come in, and then we put buckets on everybody's heads, <laughs> and then and then
0: we do whatever we want <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna jump this motherfucker yes inside is that what we're deciding
4: no i want to be standing there with the with the head on the pipe
0: inside the lodge is a wreck furniture is upturned rubbish litters the floor and there is a slight acidic smell of vomit lingering in the air The lodge is long and wide, with a still-hot cooking hearth in the middle. Again, think Skyrim. (laughs) Its smoke is trailing up to the rafters, which are hung with the skulls of great beasts, and out a hole cut in the middle of the roof. Uh, What types of mounts do you see up there? What creatures? Clearly a boar. Probably a very large boar, even. there's definitely going to be some deer yeah absolutely deer.
4: Ooh, some reindeers
3: uh, a
2: couple bears one owl bear
3: i think there is a a small series on like one shelf of like taxidermied squirrels
0: nice yeah for the really delicate shots that were taking. yeah like i mean not all of them are huge you know a hunt is a hunt and sometimes you get what you get Along the edges of the room are the bedrolls of the heard and the guests of the Jarl, all disheveled in heaps and piles, and tapestries hang to decorate the walls. Agnar, you know that at the far end of the lodge is the Jarl's room, partitioned off by some ornate wood carvings. It's there where the Jarl's personal bed is, along with the bunks for immediate family. Agnar, that's where you remember staying as a child. Urshan you know that there is somebody else here.
3: Correct. Ufield is there. Um, What is... Okay, is there, like, is in that room? Is in the lodge somewhere. Oh. Okay. Um, I guess then, like, you know, while the part... While the party is returning and, and you know, getting settled in, I, I kind of am gonna look around for Ufild and see uh, see where she's at.
0: Um for the audience, can you describe who Ufield
3: is? Uh Ufild is one of the the Jarl's concubines, as we've seen from yeah they're not treated well uh by any standards not just like by you know modern standards for sex workers like they're they're thoroughly abused and largely seen as like property
0: ufield is chained to a bracket on the floor wrists raw from the shackle urshin you know ufield as a kind and caring person one who you've rarely seen without tears in her eyes she's quiet but forthcoming during your secret therapy sessions when you've snuck into the longhouse's compound at the heap of skulls now on the floor you see her take a deep breath and then look up from the floor to learn who darkens the door her eyes go wide ur urshin 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 what are you doing here? You need to go before they find you here.
3: I want to use. <laughs> this is a gross misuse of this ability, but I'm gonna do it. Um, divine strike, um, not as not as an attack.
0: You did warn it, but yeah, because
3: yeah. like okay, like it, it's just you can infuse your weapon with divine energy, and like usually ah. that's to whoop ass, but uh, in this instance, it's it's more of. Uh, like symbolism I guess cuz I I'm, I'm just going to use my um a scream of sticks but I want to be able to I don't want to have to like you know to try and to try and break these these chains I want to do it in one aggressive
0: hit a smash
3: yes I a guess. smash to shatter these chains not just not just break them um and so I imagine this as being not honestly even a very like huge like Huzzah! It's more of like a like I, I pull them off and there's a moment of like kind of flexing uh like of every muscle in my body and you can see the divine energy like come through my body and down the sticks um, as a sort of prep for it and then I just smash these chains and shatter them uh, and then I sign that everything is gonna be... Okay, and to just trust me, and the the jarl the jarl is dead. The jarl has been killed.
0: Um, by Agnar. Her she breathes in, and then holds it, and then like kind of rushes at you a little bit, and like collapses up against you, Ursula. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna hold can her. We... Oh, so can we like saying fade to black um, implies a lot of things. That's not being implied here. But can we like give that scene space for a little bit? Mm-hmm.
3: I was just gonna. Uh, the only thing I was gonna add to that is that, like, you know, obviously I'm going to to accept her in, into that embrace and as gently yeah. and affectionately and like platonically uh, as possible. Yeah. Give her some affection, some, you know, maybe, maybe right. some, some, uh, Comf- like, comforting touch. Yeah, yeah, like very, very calm, very gentle, very soothing. Um, the, the way one might would, would, would hug and try to soothe a frightened child.
0: Yeah. And she clearly trusts you. You've built that rapport with her.
4: All right, Magnus' daughter, are you with us on this, or am I going to have to kill your brother when he comes in?
0: I won't fight your legitimacy. There's no question about your ascendancy. I'm not going to kill you when I've got two rival siblings in the herd. That's just asking for my head on a pike, too. I'm smarter than that.
4: Yeah, I figured. Okay, cool. As,
0: As sibling rivalry is being spoken of, everybody who's in that room, give me insight checks,
2: please. That's a two on the dice, so... Two. Wow. You also got a two? Uh, <laughs>
4: yeah. 18.
2: Well, you pick
0: up what may or may not be being said here by uh, Magnus Dauter because this is very relevant to you, Agnar. She brings up si- sibling rivalry, and you think about your own sibling, Gleb, who killed your mom. And then Gleb had taken left your brother, Rook Iron Tusk, in charge of the filk. And then you just killed your brother, Rook with the direct intention of killing Gleb. And then, then there's also Ginn the Butcher who's in this room as well, the family's only other uh, legitimate remaining heir and the sister in the whole lot who's an adult. And she's in the room with you. And Agnar, as all these thoughts are going through your head, you eye Ginn the Butcher who's doing her best to look nonchalant, (laughs) and she coughs a little out. Yes, just like that. She coughs a little at what might be implied there.
4: That's a lot of subtext, Joe.
0: Well, you rolled an 18,
4: man. What do you want? Damn it. All um, All right, well, all of those things are going through my brain, and I don't say shit.
2: So, Alaris, have you ever mounted a head on a pike?
1: No, never even thought about mounting a
2: head on. Huh? You would have. Th- really, not, you've uh, never even thought about it. I've seen, I've seen heads on pikes, but I've never been the one piking the head. You know what I mean?
0: It is. It's quite easy. And like, really, the hardest part about it. Um, this is uh, again talking. The hardest part about it is figuring out a way to keep the pike upright. Once you have the quickly. head skewered, yeah, because you know well, you gotta, it wants to fall over. You gotta like dig a hole, cement the hole—not cement the hole, but like yeah. just really make sure it's strong and it's it's uh, you and to, like stand you gotta, whatever. You're yeah, you gotta figure out a way to brace it and keep it up. Otherwise, it's just gonna fall you over. Also, then, where's the intimidation factor?
2: Is there a way to you know pike it without breaking through bone and stuff? Is it? I mean, you seem like you've done this gun. It's in the name. Butcher, yeah.
0: Um
1: Is it is it better to go like all the way through the head or like stop, you know, like in the middle of the head? Agnar
4: I know, they should know better, but they don't.
0: Toss me Rook's head so I can demonstrate.
4: Alright, here you go. Fang is wide eyed at this
0: <laughs> happening in front of her. As uh as her brothers, your brothers, uh head out of um out of the bag, it kind of like lifts it up by the tufts of hair that he's got left on his balding head um, and kind of holds it up and like looks it in the face and spits on it. That's an important part. (laughs) Then she reaches in her pocket and uh, gets out a fighting knife. Then the next most important part is to get everything valuable out of the head jewelry and in this case the iron tusks oh uh, she, she tosses she tosses uh each of the iron tusks kind of at you kind of backhanded uh flipp- or flippantly agnar then she says talking to the lot of you you take your pike and she, she's bracing it up on the knee and i want you to take your finger you've just your pointer finger And you feel your, your throat right here. Right. Then you feel your mandible. There's a big fleshy spot right there in the middle between your mandible and the bottom of your throat. That's where you're going to aim the the point of the pike. And so you're just going to, secure, the hardest part is say, hey, Alaris, you come here and you uh, you uh secure the end of this pike for me. Okay. And
4: Grimpton, hey, Fang, can we, you go see if there's any snacks in the kitchen?
2: Grimton, come pop your chair. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, okay, yeah.
3: Does Fang so, go see if there are snacks in the kitchen? Like, I need to know.
4: It's all one room. The kitchen, uh, oh, oh shit, the kitchen's in the middle. God damn it.
2: <laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're not in the middle doing this, or? <laughs> it's, it's, there are two
0: rooms. There's the Jarl's suite that's currently being occupied, and the, uh, other quarters in the middle. So.
4: Yeah. Okay. Well, I tried. Did you find the spot where I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can feel it. Uh-huh. So, you're just gonna drive the spike up. Through the jaw and then through the mouth, without trying to like rip the jaw away. Hmm. You got
2: it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. All right, Uh,
0: Alaris, scoot over a little bit. I'm gonna come down here and uh, grab it with you, so it doesn't just fall out. You ready? And we're it's Alaris. It's our job to kind of push up while Grimton is pushing down. Okay. Yeah, I understand.
2: All right, all right. You count it down, Grimton. All right. On. On the count of three. All right, on three. One, two, three.
0: There's galloping outside, which swiftly uh, slow to a stop. And Agnar, your danger sense is through the roof right now. Sarah, to remind you, danger sense is one of your new barbarian traits. Yay. Oh, I just thought you were making, like, a spidey sense. Cent-
4: no, I do have it.
0: No, w- Wizards of the Coast did that for us.
4: You have advantage on disparity, saving throws, and other cool shit.
0: Everybody give me perception checks. Perception?
4: Nineteen.
0: Uh,
2: three. Solid, you, uh, oh, did, Laura, did you, nice. hold You're on. on roll. Did you roll a three? Yeah. Because I rolled a three. three.
4: Oh, this is going so well
1: for uh, you. I have a plus zero in percent.
2: I think that's the second time we've rolled the same number. So I got a four.
4: Maybe you guys should like get married, lick your dice, or something.
2: Oh, we're busy with this mounting of the head. Then, as they're mounting stuff,
0: uh, so to speak. Nice. As they're mounting stuff, you hear hushed speaking, and then the hushed speaking is followed by a slow walk of horses being led.
4: Led where? Toward you. Oh.
0: <laughs> Toward the, this is all outside. There are things happening outside.
4: There's definitely somebody here. I think it's them. Throw me the pike.
0: They have returned.
4: So throw me the pike.
0: Uh, Alaris. <clears throat> Shall we throw, throw the pike? <laughs>
1: Don't me the pike. Sure. Yeah.
0: Throw. Huh! It's in here. Give me. No, I'm not gonna make you roll with dexterity saving throw.
4: <laughs> Just assume that I can do
0: it. You you drop the pike. They open the door. They're like, oh, what? You're like, ah oh, shit. get it ruined the. Go back out. Close the door. <laughs>
3: you know. Who's
0: that?
1: Is
2: that the skin guy? Skin guy. You know, the skin guy. Says Alaris out loud. (laughs) Is that the skin guy? Grimton, at this point, at
0: this point, uh, your divine sense is picking up a terrible noxious odor. The smell of evil. Though your divine sense does not indicate where it is because he has total cover. Um,
1: who goes there there?
4: (laughs) Just open the door. It's your new Jarl.
0: Skin Skin sliver opens the door. It is the skin guy.
4: (laughs) It is the skin guy.
0: Describe the ooey gooeyness of Skin sliver.
4: Not only does he have an evil odor that Grimton can pick up, but also he has a real odor. Okay, it smells like when you're unclogging your drain and you finally get the thing, and it is really, really stinky. Yeah. Yikes! It smells like, he smells like the drain smell, man.
2: wet and decaying a little bit.
4: Wet and gross old hair.
3: His um nose just like isn't on straight. Like it's <laughs> it's like 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 in a broken way. It's enough to make you wonder was he born this way or has it been broken like a lot like a lot Um, (laughs) like it, it fills you with like wonder i'd like to also imagine you know how like sometimes like old people like it looks like their skin is like on the wrong skeleton like it's a little too baggy a little too malleable That's kind of what I imagine his skin is like, like in in his like face and shoulder area maybe, and like at the joints, you know what I mean? Like he just like looks a little not put together correctly.
1: How old do you think he is?
3: That is irrespective of how old he looks.
1: I understand, that's what I'm asked, that's why I'm curious. 42, having a bad time?
3: Yeah, like that's I kind of imagine him as being not actually that old. And he's probably pretty stout, you know. He's he's probably a strong dude just looks looks like the years have been unkind to him.
4: He's also slimy.
0: Like in a glossy sort of way.
4: Uh like in a gloopy sort of way. Ew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> gloopy shouldn't refer to that. On one side is Strongarm and the other side is Magnuson.
4: What are you doing here? Well, um... Uh, I have my brother's head on a spike, and now I'm your Jarl, so... Uh... No.
1: And this is the Jarl's hunting lodge.
4: Yep, so. this is my house. No.
0: Now, if anybody is destined to rule here... It would be me. I should be next in line, not you. Why? The heap of skulls is supposed to be mine.
4: (laughs) You? Really? What?
0: Really? It was going to be mine. We had deals. We have the paperwork. Somewhere I can find it, I'm sure.
4: Oh, no. I just have to kill you, too.
0: Oh, it's going to be a mono, mono fight, isn't it?
4: Yeah, that'd be fun.
0: I'm challenging you to a duel for this. Let's do it. Get out of here. Sure,
4: let's duel, but let's do it in here so I can drag you across the coals.
0: If it's a fight in my hunting lodge. Your hunting lodge? Then it's a fight in my hunting lodge, you'll get.
4: Oh my goodness.
0: Everybody to the corners. This is you and me. Paint this scene. The scene. Interior battle. Describe the lighting. Steven
3: again we're imagining like a big Skyrim style common room um with some long tables kind of around the edge and then a a, not just a fire in the middle but like a pit where it comes down a hearth um there is a balcony and there are also tables I'd imagine that there are like things like loose cups and plates and stuff that like kind of have a home but like even if they did get washed which they probably didn't like they're not. They're not gonna put them away in the in the cupboard. They're like, they're they're just gonna leave them out. Now, this isn't a raging fire, mind you. Like the, the, it's had time to, yeah, coals. So the, the light being cast is a relatively dim one, um, creating a very menacing-looking you know, air uh, about what's, uh, what's about to go down. Um, all of us are at the, the periphery of the room in various locations, uh, except for, of course, the combatants, who at present, I will say, are facing each other over the fire. Um, I imagine I imagine the fire is like kind of a long, like it's like a rectangle, not a circle. I don't know. They're not at the far ends. They're at the like, they could probably easily jump across. It wouldn't be that hard.
0: I have an idea. This, okay. is, this might be potentially hard to execute, but it will absolutely be executable, uh, especially using the power of editing. Previously, I had described along the walls of this longhouse for decoration, some tapestries. And I would like to propose that in these tapestries are the depictions of two god figures. On one hand, we have the god Grumsh, the creator of uh, the orcs and the god of battle. On the other, is a much more sinister looking god surprisingly more sinister looking god uh a little bit more put, put together clad in um, shining armor uh scary shining armor this is the god bane Boo. the god of war yeah the bad guy in this case when agnar and skinsliver perform whatever descriptive cinematography there is Here's what I need from you, the, the all three of you at this, because this is going to be huge and a lot of work. I need you to describe that round of combat as a picture on the tapestry, as if this battle between Agnar and Skinsliver foreseen and oracled, prophesied, and stitched onto this tapestry here that's a cool idea is that possible it's definitely worth a try yeah weapons in hand skin sliver has a dagger in one and a hand axe in the other you're kind of like clockwise circling the hearth ready for somebody to make a move.
4: Go. I'm gonna go ahead and enter rage. I'm gonna jump across the fire and just take two good whacks.
0: Before you take those whacks, give me an athletics check, just to make sure that you don't absolutely beef it.
4: Man, okay. Well, um, I probably don't beef it. 18.
0: Nimbly uh, jump over the fire.
4: Sword raised high, ready to do one big down on... His neck, hopefully. Uh, does a twenty hit?
0: Barely, yes, a twenty hits.
4: Yeah, so that's two d6 slashing, fifteen, and that's just a good old slice to the shoulder blade, and then another schwack. Schwack. Probably doesn't hit because it's only like a thirteen. So the first one lands, right? The second one, I'm trying to give it a good whack from the, like, on his ribs but he jumps backwards and now i'm off balance
0: all right i like that you give yourself a bad condition here <laughs> that's very funny to me i'll
4: fix it uh he's
0: just gonna try to push you now that you're off balance with his first attack um i think that this one's just gonna be a tr- uh like a kick to the chest cool uh this is going to be in 11 plus uh six so 17 against your AC? Oh,
4: yeah, then then he gets me.
0: This push to uh, your chest is going to do minimum damage, but it is going to knock you back five feet into the hearth. Cool. Uh, the damage will be uh, six points of damage, and you are prone in the coals.
3: Well, that is clearly the scene being depicted on the tapestry of, like... <clears throat> You know, imagine the the like scene from the Three Hundred with the like kicking the guy into the to the hole,
2: yeah, like it,
3: the freeze frame of the moment the leg extended. Um, that that moment plus fire is is what is on the tapestry.
0: This tapestry is currently depicting which god where?
3: Um, Bane's the bad guy in the story of the tapestry, right? Correct. So, <clears throat> I think Bane would would definitely be the one delivering the kick, um, and I think this would, you know, for for the old heads who philosophize on these old tapestries, um, would be a, a lesson in. Um, like arrogance, like uh, overconfidence, sort of showing that Groom came in swinging and with lots of strength and, again, confidence, but uh, was going to need more than just that to win the fight. Uh,
0: for the rest of his turn, Skin Sliver is going to step up onto the small, low stone wall uh, around the hearth, and is also going to hop down, kind of two-footed hop, down, uh, straddling your body, Agnar, and will reach down with a hand, uh, a free hand, and try to grapple you. Um, You're going to need to make a uh, strength check, please. Uh,
4: Well, I rolled a nat 20, so.
0: This is
3: definitely the moment where Urshan and uh, Uthild both enter the uh the room we heard the commotion of the fight begin and we we stepped out and so the scene we see is is skin slivers could you
0: describe ufield's disposition that you see uh grimton you don't know this orc that Urshan has uh with him however face speaks emotions very clearly what emotions are they?
2: First is fear as she's like walking out and just kind of gingerly walking forward and seeing the seat in front of her. But then quickly, there's also anger. She almost like stops mid-stride and realizes there's been a shift in the power dynamic. Any sort of fear that she had before now is coming to the front as uh, as... Vengeance, anger—something along those lines.
0: There's a potential for something to change, and she's anticipating that change. Yes. So Agnar, with uh, with your strength check beating Skin Sliver's, uh, how does that strength match end, Alaris?
1: So Skin Sliver's like straddling this hearth and then reaching down basically to try to push Agnar further into these coals. Um, I think that Agnar manages to like kick a, a foot and Skinsliver f- also falls into the coals. Nice. Like, and they're nice. basically just grappling in the coals. I love it.
0: Nice. Skinsliver is going to end that turn and is going to take uh, some fire damage.
3: I know I already described one of one tapestry and that was technically an entire round but there is definitely a follow-up tapestry that just shows both people on fire, like depicting them like, continuing combat
0: and on Thinking fire. the exact
2: same thing. Like...
0: Hubris sucks for everyone. <laughs> so, Agnar, both you and Skin Sliver are now prone in coals. As I demonstrated with the end of Skin Sliver's turn, if you end your turn in the coals, you will also be taking fire damage
4: then I guess I'm gonna save for prone to kind of get my ass out of there.
0: You just stand up, use half half your movement.
4: Oh, I can just do that? So I'm gonna stand up. In the coals, I'm just gonna try and like, literally just like, step on this bitch's chest. <laughs> like, boom, nice. so I can just give him a good stabby stab. I don't know what I should roll for that. Cause it's not gonna be easy.
0: Uh, I would say strength with um, advantage, advantage please. He's prone.
4: Fifteen. Ooh, a five. Oh, nice. When
0: you brought Skinsliver down, he got a whole bunch of ash in his eyes. It might not have been on fire, but it is certainly ash in his eyes. And he's trying to work that out uh, as this foot comes down on him.
4: Beat the hell out of him, yeah. But I'm just going to use my fists.
0: I also love God of War.
4: Oh, I rolled a 18 plus stuff. I don't know what plus you do when it's not a sword, but...
0: Oh, that'll, that'll still hit him.
4: I'm going to do two punches because... That's how you... Wait, oh shit, I have one arm.
0: Hilarious. Two
4: heavy punches. Three plus two, five. Five in the first punch and three in the second punch. Eight damage. That's pushing him into the coals farther, so he's still getting his ass burned up.
0: Uh, I'm going to charge these punching attacks, these budgeting attacks with with some fire damage damage as well. And and I'll I'll tag on a couple D4s of that uh, to your damage. So we'll give you an extra like seven. <laughs>
4: I'll bring out the sword in a minute. Skin Sliver with uh,
0: his back on the ashes, is going to lift his hands up and uh, in this kind of coffin of uh, a hearth that he's in, and grab the walls of the stone hearth, and in doing that, is going to like hey, yeet. Yeah, kind of a like a forward yeet. Uh, it's like almost a mantle, uh, a mantle move, but it is very much like a forward
2: yeet. forward yeet.
0: As the kids are still saying these days, a yeet, and is going to do that aggressively, punching with the crown of his head up into the groin of Agnar. Not for like uh, groin damage, crotch damage, whatever, but like because that's the. You're straddling him. That's the part that's exposed. And is trying to, like, push you off and out of the way as he tries to stand up. This is going to be a combo stand up and attack move. And for that, I'm going to forego the multi-attack. So here's that attack. Uh, That was a 17.
4: Yeah, that hits. Where's
0: my D10? Nine damage. All right. Straight into the gut. um, As he stands up in this motion and is going to... Step out, out of the hearth, uh, and I think I'm gonna put him on one side and you on the other. So once again, the uh, smoke and ash is in between. Can I can I add a little bit of uh, disruption here for some flavor text? Absolutely, but somebody else has got to do the next tapestry. Yeah. yeah, this
3: isn't a tapestry. This is a this is a, another thing. Okay. Um, Ufild pretty quickly is grasping, and in a fit of like. Or in a, in a not a fit in a, in, a, in a moment of both like rage and fear uh, is just gonna pick up a, a a flagon and just hurl it hard as hell at Skin Sliver. That doesn't have to hit. It doesn't have to be an accurate throw. It's more about the the doing. But uh, so she she throws this this flagon as hard as she can at him.
1: As that's happening. Um, Alaris sees an opportunity and just quickly uh, shoots some magic missiles just as his
0: ways. (laughs) Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, sure. (laughs) We're going to cheat. Okay. We are cheating. (laughs) I love it. For an extra nine damage.
4: Wizard, if you shoot anything else at this guy, I'm gonna throw you in the coals too. This is my fight.
0: The flagon is filled with a surprisingly volatile substance, a more shocking alcohol content as observed by No. This is oh. a cup
3: someone threw up into. <laughs> <sighs> Unless you want it to be alcohol, like it, was... it could or be you... a mixture
0: of both. Actually. Were
3: you were you about to make this start like catch fire? Is that what you were well, doing? What I was,
0: yeah, well, I, th- I was gonna say that it kind of like misses a little bit like uh, mm-hmm. like it spla- like it splashes on to, to, to skin sliver and then f- the rest of it tumbles into the fire, which reignites the flames in the middle so it's no longer coals and now we'll take more fire damage. I like your idea better. It can do both because now some of that is on skin sliver. Baby. Cool. So
1: this is a um, another two-part tapestry. You have the first part um, of Agnara's Grumpsh raising the fist over Bane, like getting ready for the big punch while they're both in, like in the fire pit. Just like kneeled down, fist raised, about to just lay down the haymaker. Um, And then the second part of the tapestry is them standing again on opposite sides of the fire pit with the fire just roaring now, like separating the two of them as they're just looking at each other with, you know, murderous intent.
0: I, th- I think that on the tapestry, like both of their mouths are like wide in a clear yell, and like their their arms are back, and they're kind of like pushing forward with their bodies, like screaming at each other, but unable to get to each other because of the flame.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it is Agnar's turn Let's again.
4: Do it. All right.
0: So,
1: mind if I? give you an idea Throw a little would love an
4: idea and then also I'm gonna yell at you about
1: the missile um, when you fell into the got pushed into the fire pit and then you obviously punched uh, you would have lost your sword but being a bone sword I imagine that it would just absorb the heat of the fire so you can pick it up and have like a you know like a superheated blade.
4: Yeah, that's so cool. I didn't think about that. So now I got this hot ass sword.
0: Ass sword? An ass sword?
4: An ass sword. We're on opposite sides again. My sword is piping hot. (laughs) Take that how you will. (laughs)
0: Interesting. I wasn't going to take it like that until the suggestion.
4: And I'm just going to try and swing at this guy from across the, the fire pit. Uh, with a hot ass sword. Oh my god, I'm at 20. Man,
0: double damage from the delight on Sarah's face. You could tell that that was genuine. What's the something else? Is there uh, a secret okay, okay, treasure okay. Hidden okay. Inside?
4: Brutal critical you deal one additional weapon damage die when determining the extra critical the extra damage for a critical hit with a nice. melee attack. Is swords melee? Yeah, it is.
3: Yeah, swords yeah. is melee
4: double dice plus one more dice. So, I have 2d6. And 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 we need to to add some some hot metal, some hot sword damage too. Oh yeah,
0: G- give it a give it a d4 flame. D4 flame.
4: So, 2d4. Oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah, 2d4. Oh, shit.
2: Because it's a critical.
4: So, that's 29 damage just with one big to his side. So, now he's got this burning wound on his side, because I'm assuming he's also an orc, so it's not like he's wearing heavy armor. That bitch is exposed.
1: Cuts through that slimy skin like butter.
0: Yeah, he's uh, exposed and holding his side. He's ready for your second attack. Oh
4: my god, I forgot I have a second attack. (laughs) I was so excited about that Well, I-
0: Sarah, learning new characters. I, uh,
4: I got a nat one. <laughs>
3: so What I liked is we're still we're still yeah. riding the high of the excitement from the the like critical success. That Sarah's like, I gotta now what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, right.
4: like, 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 yeah, the
0: excitement in the voice <laughs> is still there. This is
4: so funny. <laughs> Uh, So I swing again again Why is it a crit
2: fail on this one? Uh, Agnar swings with such ferocity that she takes a literal chunk out of skin sliver and then goes to swing again to the same spot but just hits ground like there's no longer flesh there (laughs) (laughs) It's been like cleaved away
0: Well skin sliver cannot reach across the hearth But is instead, I think, going to take the fighting knife that he had and chuck it across the hearth at Agnar and rolled a one, a solid one for that attack. What does it hit instead? Around
3: the hearth, uh, as a means of supporting the 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 balcony, there are these like beams. Um, And, like, they're spread out enough to where you can, like, you know, still make plenty good use of of all the space. But, like, they're there! Uh, And so that's that's what he struck instead, just this big support beam, of which there are many.
0: So now, is uh, that knife currently, like, embedded itself behind Agnar's head?
3: Absolutely,
0: yeah. Primed and ready for use at some point? Sure. Angry about missing... Skinsliver is going to stand up on the hearth again and give a kind of a really icky roar. And then is going to uh, leap across and try to just grab you with one fist again. This is an attempt at a grapple for a 12 plus. Eight, 20, dirty 20. It's
4: an attack. Okay, then that
0: hits. Skinslipper has you grappled by your shirt up in front, close to your neck, and is holding on tight, uh, roaring in your face. Um, the DC will be a 16 saving throw on that mm-hmm. on your turn. Okay. Uh, but until then, you are grappled. Uh, that is the end of round three.
2: Give me the tapestry. This one depicts Bane standing on the fire on a like different plane than Groomsh. Like he's definitely like, seems like raised and he's uh, looking down with anger, but Groomsh has driven a spear through his side. Like there's visible blood coming out of uh, Bane.
4: The round. Agnar's turn. Alright. Oh, you are grappled. Motherfucker has me. Oh, so I gotta stab first and then save. Okay, then I'm gonna roll to stab. Because if he's got me grappled like this, that means that I should be able to get in a good stomach stabby if if things go well. And I'm rolling a disadvantage? Yes. (laughs) They were both fabulous rolls. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so it's not going to hit.
0: Agnar, you just can't figure out how to get your arm up.
4: When you have a great sword, in, in it's not there. easy for...
0: Yes, now you may try to save grapple.
4: Oh, nice. Uh, 19 plus stuff.
0: But eventually, even though you can't figure out how to attack, you're, you do worm yourself away uh, from the grip of uh, skin Sliver. Skinsliver, at the beginning of his turn, is going to reach up to the pillar that uh, he was holding Agnar up against. Grab the blade that was embedded there and is holding it kind of uh, backhanded with the blade pointing down toward the wrist. Uh, In his other hand still is the hand axe. He's going to lunge at you and uh, first try to cleave with the hand axe. This was a 15 plus 8. That hits 18 slashing damage.
4: Uh, and if I have resistance, that means half, right?
0: To slashing damage, yes. Despite him laying into you and the blade of the hand axe like cleaving into uh, the the top of your chest, into the um, into the top of your pectorals, you take it extremely well, like flesh is being uh like pulled out when he draws the blade back and yet you are still fighting powerfully he's going to make a second attack this time bringing up the dagger trying to like push down but using his other hand with with the axe still in it push down into your neck 11 plus an eight ah, damn. does it 19 that hit?
4: absolutely hits my AC is low.
0: What's your... What is your AC? So I feel like we've had this conversation your before, armor, but I remember it so being shocked. So your armor
4: class equals 10 plus your dex mod plus your constitution mod. 10 plus 2 yes.
0: plus
2: 2. Do you have unarmored defense?
4: That's what I'm. That's what I'm doing.
2: That kind of tracks for a barbarian, because yeah, you're taking a yeah. lot of half damage. I'm taking yeah, a lot of half damage. If you're in rage. Oh, yeah, I, have I forgot a shit that you're. Ton of
4: HP. You are. Enraged. I just have a, a shit ton of HP.
0: This little daggy dag is not going to do a lot of damage. However, it will do six piercing damage.
4: Which I take halvesies, so whatever, dude.
0: He's coming in like. Just really getting intimate up into uh, your space. He like, smells this is a, so this is a bad, very... Joe. Among other things, it, like it's close combat. You know, like <laughs> we need another uh, tapestry, please.
3: So now, like I'm imagining them kind of all as a unit. And the first two were two parters, and then Yesie's was not. Um, I think this one is also not, and these two are kind of companions. They're larger and sort of in the middle, and so this is stylized similarly to the one that that Yessi had with the like, you know, the high ground and the fire and the the stabby stab, but shows or would seem to depict Bane with like a little with some. Uh, some advantage here, and like the version in the tapestry doesn't look quite the same as uh, as the version you know that we're we're seeing here. Um, it's a bigger knife, like it's a bigger blade, and it's it's almost like a like they're like close, like you're getting a close up. It's more the same kind of snarl, and the blade is like pointed at and uh, is like in danger of of cutting something important on on like face neck area. Um, It's a very, very up-close conflict.
4: I'm going to push this mother... I'm going to not cuss as much. I'm going to push this guy away. I'm going to back my... I'm going to back that ass up.
0: Back that ass up.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'm going to back that ass up and try and give this guy a good slashy slash. Does the 27 hit?
0: Yes, it does.
4: Oh, that was so shitty. It's like 2d6, so that's the first slash is 3 plus 3 plus 4, 10 damage. And that is slash at his, not the side that I already, actually, yeah, at the side that I already burned and took a chunk out. So we're just going to keep going at it. Is my sword still hot?
0: Uh, at this point, I think it's going down.
4: Uh, and then I'm going to try for the other slashy slash and just keep going until he's wounded. 24?
0: AC 19.
4: So, and the other one is 13 damage. Again, right in the wound, really making it hurt.
0: You know, if you're going to cut down a tree, you keep hitting the same damn spot. You don't mess around.
4: I want to hit him with a chair. I'll just pick up a chair next time.
0: Not a minor action. As a bonus action, kind of move a chair in between you and him.
4: Yeah, so I just kind of grab a chair from over beside me and swing it in front, because he's about to get wrecked.
0: Skin sliver is going to powerfully run forward as you have backed away and is going to step on this on the seat of the chair and then like kind of leap off of it and try to land on top of you i guess it's not really a bull rush but it is going to be another attempt at a grapple he's really wanting to get up in there which i think says something about the seediness of this guy (laughs) That was an 18. You are pinned to the ground and prone. He's also prone, but you are the one that are pinned. So thanks for putting that chair right in front of me.
4: Hey, I'm still going to use it.
0: You're so servant-hearted.
4: Tapestry.
3: I feel like this one one is just like a straight-up WWE poster. Um, with a chair. <laughs> with is, a like, chair? RAH! Like they're like about
0: to beat yeah, in- like in the inexplicably different middle style like really epic battle.
3: I'd imagine like like woven or you yeah, know, like the
0: textile art. It, but not this one. This one is just like a straight up like vinyl. Uh, can we get a different tapestry? Yeah, that, <laughs> that was, was not, good not for the real <laughs> Yeah.
4: <laughs> there could still be a chair in it. Let's j- let's
0: make it jump off something a little different than a chair, huh? Yeah, like a you know
1: like a, like a large boulder.
0: The boulder! Yeah. How do you feel about a cliff? Yeah, cliff. Sure. sure. Okay.
4: That's like a Jump boulder. A
0: cliff.
3: Yeah. Might as well be the top turnbuckle. I mean, it's just like.
4: But yeah, uh, I'm ready to, to, to chair this guy.
0: He's on top of you.
4: He's on top of me, but I can still grab the chair and break it over his head.
0: Yeah,
2: you can
4: and it's within with disadvantage reach. yeah with this so like we'll see but
2: if you attack recklessly you'll just be rolling straight right
4: you can decide to attack recklessly doing so gives you advantage but attack rolls against you have advantage oh yeah that's fine yeah let me attack recklessly because i'm already on the floor trying to hit a motherfucker with a chair beep oh but i rolled a nat one. Oh. I reach for the chair.
2: It is it's straight up not there. You knock it further away.
4: Like <laughs> holy. Yeah.
2: yeah, as
0: you fling your arm back, like recklessly reaching for the chair, instead you knock it farther away. Do you have anything else you would like to try to do? For example, save. I'm
4: gonna resort to a to a, a throat punch. I don't. It's not gonna hit. So uh, I try to. Then I try to punch him. Also flailing. Nothing's working. And I'm going to try and save for Grapple. Please do. Oh, my freaking God. And I'm totally not going to do that. Yeah!
3: I
0: mean, aw. (laughs) Sarah
3: Sarah spent all her good rolls at the beginning.
0: My good rolls
4: happened. They're gone.
0: In a stunning turn of events. I've been waiting for this. I have been waiting for this. Oh, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, I don't normally root up against uh, against players, but I'm rooting against for this particular attack. Skin Sliver is going to figuratively unhinge his jaw and bite into your oh, neck.
4: gross! Is he
2: proficient with
0: bite?
4: Ah! Uh. Yes,
0: it's it's a full it is a full attack on the on the monster sheet that I'm using. Um, gross.
4: That is so gross.
0: It is. I love it. It's so ooey gooey, just like skin sliver. Ooey like gooey. It. Ooey gooey. I need to come up with an, a better way to describe something that doesn't, doesn't sound like a child. Doesn't
2: sound like a cinnamon roll. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tasty. So skin sliver is going to open his mouth and bring it down to do sixteen plus eight damage. So that I thought hit you without hit me, adding yeah. stuff, but it's definitely going to hit you. This is going to be, on its base attack, a uh, 7 plus 5, so 12. But then I also get to make another bite attack. And I don't even have to roll for this one. It is a legendary action. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Legendary chomp. A legendary chomp. Um, That one's going to be a 3 plus 5, so an 8. And... I get to gain a number of temporary hit points equal to the damage I dealt.
4: Ew. Okay, wait. So it's 12 and 8. What kind of damage? Uh, chomp. Piercing. Piercing. So half of that is 10.
0: Tell that to your carotid artery.
4: I'm still not happy about it.
0: Uh, what's the round 6 tapestry look like? It's got to be about the bite, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the only thing it can be about. It's got to be about. the It
2: bite. doesn't have to be literal though, because I don't, I don't see like Bane. Yeah, Bane biting is his <laughs> teeth.
0: Bane, the god of war, <laughs> battle maybe. But um, war. What's what's a uh, what's a metaphorical bite?
1: Does Bane have you know like some war mastiffs or something? Ah, oh, oh, that that's be, fun. Like, tearing into.
0: I like that idea. Like I do too. I like the the idea of uh, Bane having an army of something, just something that he can call in.
2: Massive mastiffs, black dogs. Yeah, the first one is just uh, him jumping down the cliff to get to Grumshu's level, and then when he lands, uh, a a dog. It like comes into, into frame, and is, you don't see the bite, but you see, like, the mouth open, Jaws, yeah. Agnar, what are your hit points like at
4: the <laughs> moment? I'm at 68, I've taken.
0: Holy shit. I've taken
4: about a quarter. A little more than a quarter.
0: I can't believe you still have 68 hit points, that's absurd.
4: Barbarians are, are fun to play. Stab this bitch.
0: How long does rage last? 10 rounds?
4: I am going to recklessly attack again and try and reach for that damn chair. (laughs) Oh my God. And I'm still not gonna get it. What'd you roll? A two. Okay, fine. Then I'm going to reach for my sword, which I know I have, to try and slash this guy and get him away from me. I'm just gonna attack recklessly because I'm ready, I'm I'm pissed.
0: Because you are grappled you would have disadvantage. So and now the it's just normal. Cancels out. Yeah. Yes.
4: Twenty one, yeah that is. Yes. Gotta find my dice. Slashy, slashy. Seventeen.
0: So reckless attack technically says that uh, it's the first attack on your turn that you get to do reckless.
4: This time. Okay, cool. I will do that better next time. I am giving up on the chair. I am uh, grabbing my sword. I only have one hand, so I had some, for some reason, let it go. Um, but I am grabbing my sword, and again, uh, actually, I'm gonna hack at the other side of his ribs and start making a hole in there. So maybe we can get some entrails to start coming out of this guy. And that's 15. Icky.
0: I like it. Cool. 15. To hit? No, 15 damage total. 15 right.
4: damage total, yeah, because I already hit.
0: Cool, so he had 8 temporary hit points. Those are going to be gone. Uh, and then we're going to claw down with the remaining 7 at his regular hit points.
4: Uh-huh, and then uh, let me save for...
0: Yeah, a so DC uh, 16 strength or dex.
4: They're both plus 2 and I rolled 14, so just Tygo to me.
0: Ty goes to the attacker, and so... which in this case is you.
4: So I'm good? I'm ungrappled. Well,
0: you got, you got to be more descriptive than that. How are you getting out of it?
4: Now that he's got a new wound on his other side, um, he kind of winces because of that, and I use that opportunity to kick him backwards.
0: Really cool picture. Skin sliver is going to move with that momentum from your kick and do a quick little roll. In that roll is... Barrel roll. After doing a quick Star Fox barrel roll, skin Sliver is going to... bloody. Going to get up on his knees and slowly uh, rise to a standing position. At which time, he's going to take his hand axe in one hand, raise it above his head, and then... Walk walk forward to bring it back down on you. For a nat 20. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. That's, uh, that'll be four D8 plus five. Five plus two is seven, plus one is eight, plus three is 11, plus five is 16 16 slashing damage that you're gonna take half of. Mm -hmm. Um, before he raises it up again, cleaves back into you uh, with advantage because you are prone. Um, that'll be 16, eight to hit, it will. Yep. This will be just down to two slashing damage this time. Or sorry, two 2 D8 plus the stuff. Uh, and that'll be uh, a three and a four, so seven plus five. 12 slashing damage uh, down again on, on this uh, series of whacks. Wait,
4: how much? I'm so sorry.
0: Uh, 12. 12, yes. 12
4: total or 12 once it's
0: half? 12 total. 12. I'm, you're the one in charge of keeping I'm track of your half. Gotcha, cool. So that's the end of the round. We need some tapestry uh Art decoration stuff. It's definitely a two parter again. Oh, we're going back to the twos. I don't like it.
3: Yeah, well, because I sort of imagine these as like a sequence the Uh ones in the middle where like single ones. Um, so the first is uh, this sort of almost mirror of the other kick one that we had, um, but the kick is out of the
0: fire (laughs) instead of into the fire to, to throw back Bane. Yeah. Can we, uh, talk about what the, what the tapestries are for audience just now tuning in on this, uh, episode? Um, the tapestries are decorations here in the hunting
3: lodge, um, depicting combat between Grumch and Bane eons ago. Um, or whenever they fought. I don't actually know how long ago that was. It would have been eons ago. <laughs> okay. Um, during, the,
0: during the Dawn War.
3: During okay, during the yeah. The shaving during... of Kolgafir. These tapestries are also reflective of the combat that is currently ensuing. Um, and so as as combat transpires, we're, we're deciding how these uh, tapestries look. And so, yeah, this first two-parter one here, like I said, is... is stylized to look very similar to the other one we got where the, with the first kick into the fire but but kind of back out um, <clears throat> and then it is coupled with the like axe overhead and this is like a really cool like stylized great axe that, that Bane
0: is holding I, I love the idea of it being a great axe and I think Urshan I think that you've heard of this particular great axe the name of Bane's great axe is called Brutality Agnar would certainly know that as well but Agnar is very busy uh, it's the top of the round actually round 8
4: alright let's kill this motherfucker I, got, I get up <laughs> I'm not even bloodied man um, I'm just good for you I've got like cuts all over but I'm just raging right through it um, so I just get up like I'm getting out of bed, just like, all right, all right, we're getting up. Grab my sword, and I'm going to try and slash this guy and also push him. Can you do that at the same time, or is there like two things?
0: You can figure out how to make a pushing attack. All right. I'll, I'll let you do that if you only make one attack this time instead of your normal two.
4: Got it. All How's right. that? All right, yes. And I rolled a 12 plus stuff, 21, which will hit. He's in front of me, fire behind me try and push that guy back in the coals while i'm like full stabbing him do i know where my dice are oh there they are Ooh, very stabby it's two d6s so that's full damage plus the damage roll plus the rage so that's 19 damage so that's like full damage not only am i slashing like sideways but i'm also leaning into it and like almost pushing at the hilt to get him back down in the fire getting slashed across the middle, the abdomen.
0: While you're pushing him into the fire again?
4: Yeah, while I'm pushing him into the fire again.
0: He's going to use a legendary action. Cool. And the name of this legendary action is Slice and Dice. Cool. In which, uh, with blades in each hand, he's going to start just flailing the blades at you as he's tumbling backwards as you are bringing this sword into him. Gotta make a dexterity so- save for this one. Okay. 11?
4: There's
0: a DC 16. Uh, <laughs> and you are going to take 2d8 plus 5. That was a 6 and an 8. So 14 plus 5. 19 slashing damage. All right. He falls backward into the fire. Uh, once again prone Agnar, can you make a dex save as well to see if you maintain your balance or if you go tumbling in after him?
4: Can I do it with advantage?
0: Sure, you can do it with advantage, but I am curious about what you just got.
4: Uh, a seven.
0: This is a brutal fight. Isn't it rad?
4: <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, uh, I roll, none of my rolls were good, so. D- will a nine do anything?
0: It'll land you in the flames.
4: God dang it.
0: So as as Skinsletter falls back, your own momentum carries you up and over him. I think he lands in the fire and you end up doing a full somersault out. You are prone, but not in the fire. You, like, you, you went through the flame. Does that make sense? Yeah. He's going to take some uh, fire damage for being in the flames once more and then we'll uh, begin his round of the combat. And again, for the audience and to remind y'all players, if he, uh, or if anybody, any creature ends their round in the hearth, uh, they take a substantial amount of fire damage. These flames are a-roaring. He's going to uh, roll onto his stomach and then push up, and in this push forward is going to also pull himself forward, and then bring his feet, kind of tucking in his knees into his chest, and try to kick out. Uh, kind of like picture a fun parkour move. Mm-hmm. Steven, you used to do some. parkour, I was gonna right?
3: say this is straight up like a parkour way of of uh, uh, vaulting
0: something. Yep. Um, it's a it's a parkour vault with that. He's gonna try to get you with his. Fisties. It's a Kong vault. That's the vault I was thinking. Kong of vault, yes. Uh, that was a 12 plus things. 12 plus 8. Oh, so yeah. dirty 20, it will hit. Yes. Fist attack. I think that at this point he's abandoned the uh, fighting knife into the fire. So you won't be seeing it again. This is a 5 bludgeoning damage, an 8 try to do that one more time the second one is a five so this one bolted out towards
1: and tried to make some fisticuff attacks correct Um, cool i think that it's mostly a um like the fight dragon on you know just kind of wildly swinging haymakers and sure just kind of goes wide you know Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah losing the uh the skill of it and just going into the exhaustion stage.
1: Yeah. This is just uh, the two the two gods just like locked in um like like you know just full full board hands on hands, you know, just like struggling with each other up close and personal.
4: All right.
0: This is round 9. You've got this round and, and next, the next round, round to rage. get all your rage out. Yep. Because after that, you're taking actual damage. Uh,
4: I'm gonna swing at his neck because I want his head, and I just roll the 16 plus stuff. Oh yeah, that'll hit like 16 mm-hmm.
0: plus nine. Definitely.
4: Uh, that's 15 slashing damage right at his neck while he's swinging at me.
0: Oh, this this is gushing.
4: Blood everywhere, and I'm gonna swing again at the other side of his neck. I try to swing at him again and it does not succeed. Mm. I think maybe I'm also getting to Art
0: imitates life. <laughs> Holding his neck, he's going to try to uh, reach out with his hand and then pull you into your neck.
4: Oh my gosh, give up already.
0: I don't know. This is his way. He knows he's going to die, Agnar. He knows that he's going to die either in a fight trying to get the throne back from you or you're just going to kill him. So he ain't letting it go that easy fist attack but instead of doing damage I'm gonna grapple you um the, the attack itself is a 11 plus
4: 8 19 yeah it's
0: grappled for the start of your next turn um as his throat is bleeding
4: gross uh
0: this is your last round with rage alright
4: let me cut, chop this guy's head off I swear to god what the fuck
0: He's got 35 hit points. All right,
4: I try for one slash. It does not hit.
0: Started with 171.
4: Wow, attacking recklessly. <laughs> oh, good. With. Then I'll try again. <laughs> Thank God for reckless. 26. It do. So that's 16 to one side of the neck again. So I'm just going at it. The other side, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to get this guy's head off but he is a thick dude. And
0: he has you grappled while you're doing this. Yeah,
4: so I'm really, I, it's his struggle.
0: You can only reckless attack once. You're
4: right on the first attack.
0: Yep, so now this one's at a disadvantage because you're grappled.
4: All right, Uh, I don't think he's gonna hit, 19? 19 hits. 19 hits, another 15 damage. Oh my God, I'm so close. This while he's like so freaking bloody and just bleeding everywhere, absolutely, honestly. So I'm still grappled. I do one more big slash to the other side of his neck. So it's like amputation, and what they do is, what they used to do, I don't maybe they still do it, um, is they cut around like all the way around at first. And so that's just kind of what's happening. I'm just whack, 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 whacking. And so he's just bleeding everywhere. Um, and by God, we're gonna chop this guy's head off.
0: At this point, it's like trachea and vertebrae that yeah, are Yeah, it is like exposed. out there.
4: He's still breathing but like, just barely. I do not save for grapple.
0: Hilarious.
4: This (laughs) guy's hanging on, man! This
0: disgusting orc who's almost slippery up against your body with uh, not just the viscera and the blood, but the, the amount of oil that just seems to like,
4: Exist. Everywhere on here, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah exists. He is gripping onto you. He has a firm grasp, despite all this. But the rest of it is just like, <laughs> sorry. He's got a huge hold of you. The last bit of strength that he has bites into your uh, neck. Ah,
4: gross. One
0: more time. Uh, with a ten plus eight and eighteen. Oh, I rolled max damage on that one. I rolled an eight plus that five. Thirteen more damage uh, as he bites into this other side of your neck. And I'm
4: still enraged. Two really
0: gross hickeys.
4: Ew. I'm still enraged until the end of this round, right? Uh
0: Uh-huh. Okay, cool. So... That was the first of his attacks. Like, instead of, uh, like, letting go and chopping again, I think it's just going to be a compression. a further compression of the bite. Uh, But that was a crit fail. His jaws,
3: it's like, it's not working well anymore as his like... He can't possibly get
0: any more pressure out of this is what that means.
4: I'm out of rage. I've only got one attack, but I'm going to chop his head off. (laughs) Uh, 24 to hit.
0: I like the sigh of relief.
4: Yeah, I was just like, okay, Uh, do I have to roll? No,
0: he's got four hit points.
4: Yeah, all right, (laughs) we're going to full on... Uh, he's in my business. Okay, I gotta, he's,
0: yeah, he's I gotta all push this you.
4: guy away. I'm gonna kick him away.
0: You kind of like push, pull yourself back away and he crumples to his knees there in front of you with his head like
4: uh, So much blood. The sword comes straight down, execution style. And now I have another head. And There's blood everywhere. This is so gross. <laughs>
3: agnar the head collector
0: head taker if you
3: will no you can't be head taker uh, there's already funny. a head taker what a horrific thing to have just watched unfold like in front of you i'm just gonna say like like if you take a second and think about this entire combat sequence and just standing there and watching
0: it it's true
4: in like a minute and 10 seconds also <laughs>
0: I, I think that's a really great point, Stephen. I, I do think that this is the type of combat that um, deserves a little bit of decompression from as as humans and players uh, just to try to get ourselves out of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, like, we kill stuff all the time, but it's always, like...
4: A goblin.
3: Yeah, like monsters, and there's, there's you know, usually a group, and with a lot of times we're casting spells. Like, this was just a straight-up, like blood feud
0: yeah we we know who the people who did it are you know <laughs> like there's no question about who is uh who who carries the weight of that and y'all just watched it for the most part sans a uh, some grog that was thrown and some magic missiles
3: I thought about trying to trying to engage more but like as that unfolded like I was just like wow like this, just has to play out how it's playing out. There's no. I feel like I feel like having more crowd participation in that one would have done a disservice to what this was. Like this was as mano a mano per se as as it can get. Yeah. Like it was it was intimate.
4: I was, know I know what I want my name to be. I want to be the executioner.
3: That's very good, Agnar the executioner.
4: People start calling me that as I start. Killing more people.
0: <laughs> yeah, as you execute people.
4: As I continue to execute motherfuckers
0: for for season four stuff. Well, yeah, <laughs> reintroduce her.
4: Yeah, when I'm the king.
0: Damn, that was so much fun to do, Sarah. It was a that was a good a good fight. I had a whole lot of. I if I could show you this paper, uh-huh. you would see that like every single. I uh, see that line point marking. Yeah, every single hit point is uh, is. Totally there. Every like, I played this as by the books as possible, uh-huh. and that was the combat that we got. That was so good. You took down a um a CR eight uh, monster Damn, by yourself, which is pretty which, cool.
4: I mean, I was down to a, should a be, third. Should be doable, but
0: should, should be, be doable. A hard fight. Should be one hell of a fight. Um, CR eight would would be for a full party of level eights level eight characters a competent fight right and agnar did that by herself
4: and some fire man i really wanted to hit him with the chair yeah.
0: <laughs> our biggest regrets <laughs> before we kind of like move forward with this uh i do want to talk about what happens in this longhouse or in, in the hunting lodge how how do we resolve? the psychological trauma that Fang just witnessed the trauma that uh Ufield is recovering from and I mean I know, I know the dispositions clearly of uh of the surviving cured members Magnus daughter son, and Strongarm they're yours yeah <laughs> after something like that they're yours they're like oh yeah, I'm yeah you, you with got that. it yeah <laughs> But how, how are we resolving the other two figures? There There is
3: definitely a grim and hateful satisfaction on her face. Um, and it's it's one of those situations where, like, you know, as Urshan is, is kind of thinking about it, like, on the one hand, Arshin feels a lesser degree of that, because, like, Skinsliver is just absolute like dog shit a creep
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) like
3: like, like, not
2: not a single
3: yeah no redeemable qualities about this guy um but like (sighs) Urshan generally doesn't like to kill people he's not afraid of violence particularly a a a Fight as as terrible as that one was like that is that is well outside of his comfort zone, and there's a part of him that like doesn't want Ulfeld's journey of healing to begin with intense Schadenfreude <laughs> like like you know because uh, like I can't look her in the face and tell and like say that she shouldn't gain some kind of satisfaction from that because she was horrifically abused for
0: presumably her entire life we can we can say that even though uh her subjection to skin sliver hasn't been her entire life like she's certainly carried a lot of other traumas sure
3: and this just being the most recent and the worst like and so i can't i wouldn't be able to reasonably look at her in the face and and be like yeah don't get any satisfaction from this like don't start your your healing journey here but there, there is a a, a, a sadness I think f- from Urshan for uh, Ufield that this is how that that whole journey is going to begin. Like I'm sure Ofield feels great about it. Probably no no sadness about that at all. But but Urshin has some is concerned about it. But no, yeah, Ufield is is definitely just like wickedly satisfied by by that fight.
0: Uh, Agnarr, how is Fang?
4: Uh, she, during the fight, had backed completely into a corner. Uh... Yeah, to, I can imagine. To get as far away as possible. Um, I'm assuming she's hiding behind uh, a chair or some other furniture or something. I'm not sure how much of the ch- it... The
0: chair that was thrown? The chair, and yeah.
4: Another chair. She definitely stopped watching long into it and was just waiting for it to be over.
0: I th- I think that she ended up cowering in the uh, in the Yarl's suite. Probably.
4: Oh yeah, because that, that's like open at this to- point. Uh,
0: yeah, complete visual blind. Yep. From,
2: uh, the and she's wreck. she's
4: staying hid. So at some point we will notice that she is not in the main room. But I like yeah. I know that Agnar has not noticed yet.
0: Uh, we're we're not even gonna pick up back into the longhouse scene, so we can. Yeah. Uh, at what at what point does does Agnar notice? I'll ask that. I'll ask it like that. Probably
4: when, I... when she's in the point where she's starting to think about cleaning up. So minutes later, like, okay, I got to get this blood wow. off me. The like this is this is a bloodbath. Is everyone else okay? Like, it that... So much has happened. Like, it's it's several minutes for, oh shit, where is Fang?
0: Alaris, I'm gonna imagine that <laughs> you've never seen anything like that with your eyes. Is that the case?
1: Like that brutal of a fight?
0: Y- yeah. Even in the combats that... Uh, we've described here on the show, which I think is the entire extent of, you know, the combat that Alars has seen. I don't think that any of it mirrored that degree. Um, is that the case, or can you think of a different thing that I'm uh, missing?
1: Uh, it might be the most brutal, like, one-on-one fight, but, you know, Alars, like, in Grimton, like, they've seen some messed up stuff. You know, like, the the dwarves with the, um, the, you know, that were getting, like, attached to the wall and, like, attacked by the things or whatever. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, Like, they've seen some messed up stuff. So, I don't know if it would have been, like, out of Alaris' wheelhouse uh, uh, as far as, like, things that he's seen already at
0: this point. But... In, in what ways does this change or confirm Alaris's thoughts on orcs and Cold fear in general?
1: I don't I don't think that Alaris would draw an opinion on like orcs in general from the encounters that happened here. Um, I think it's mostly like Agnar fighting for what she needs to fight for against people that either you know killed her mom and took her rightful place, or a really messed up evil dude. Right. So, I don't think that Alaris would draw any negative conclusions or anything from, like, the the barbaric or brutal nature of the fight, um, just because, like, the nature of the people that were being fought.
0: Sure. That makes sense.
1: Um, I think it's interesting... Kind of just look at grimton and like have him focus on like the fights like that we've had as confirmation bias as opposed to looking at like all of the orcs that we've met in town that are just like industrious people <laughs> doing normal things and have not have that paint any different picture but have the just be like oh yep yeah, that's orcs being orcs
0: Tell me how the crowds react as this huge war party of not just the four of you, but also Ginn the Butcher, Magnus' daughter, Magnus' son, and Strongarm all parading into Endelfilk on horseback.
4: Well, first of all, we've got two heads on a pike.
0: Two heads on a single pike or two distinct pikes? I feel like two pikes is better.
4: A shish kebab also seems funny, but I feel like skulls are probably hard to get through, so.
0: Well, you don't go through the skull, you go through the jaw. We already got, we went through that. We had a whole scene. Well, on
4: this side, but then how do you shish kebab it?
0: Uh, yeah, they kind of kiss Maybe him.
4: through the eye hole? Anyway, it's not shish kebab, just two heads on two pikes.
0: Uh, who's
3: carrying which pikes? Yeah, I was about to be like, Agnar has both! And they're like, oh, well, I can't. A-
0: Agnar has one arm.
4: I'm carrying Iron Tusk.
1: <laughs> but the wagon is full of the
4: boars.
0: Oh, the wagon is definitely full of the boars. From from both hunting trips. So there's like six
4: boars now. There's a lot now. of boars, yeah.
3: Tell me if you think this would be too, like, charged politically to have um, Ufield carrying the other pike with um, skin sliver on it.
4: If Ufield's down for that, I think that's a great idea.
3: I don't know. I don't know if she would. I don't really don't know because
0: she's not like a violent person. No, I didn't. I didn't count her as a part of the war party. I didn't count her or Fang. No. Yeah. i might be arriving with you, but they're not part
3: of that group. Sure. I'm, I'm trying to decide if I think that would be something she would want to do. Because it wouldn't be something that we'd be like, oh, somebody's got to hold it. Oh, here, you okay. would be a clearly reasonable option. I like, think it would
0: just be Ginn.
3: Yeah, it's probably Gin. It's Gin. Gin
0: makes sense. Yeah. It's just Gin.
4: Okay. I,
1: I think Gin would probably understand the gravity of, like, the walking situation. behind. Yeah. Or, Probably, yeah, probably ride slightly behind.
0: Yeah, tell me about these crowds. How does this happen? Who sees you first and then how do they react?
1: I imagine there's a like a mixed reaction. Like I, I feel like they're like the first people that see us are probably like the the guards that we've been described as like younger and less experienced. They're probably, you know, shocked and probably running to tell a commanding officer or something about you know what they're seeing yeah um i imagine that there are a large number of people in town that just did not like iron tusk um and those people are probably all hooping celebrating and hollering and yeah some, yeah in like a you know like orders kind of restored kind of way or whatever you know um there's probably some people that did like iron tusk and liked the way that he ruled and they're probably you know, worried about their positions of power, they might be, you know, already starting to plot, you know, but um, I, I just, I imagine there's a, a pretty good mixed bag of, of reactions to, uh, but I, I would imagine the most overwhelming is positive.
4: Yeah, hooping and hollering.
1: Oh, Cause it doesn't seem like from what we've experienced that Iron Tusk was very well liked.
0: Agnar, Gin threw you four Iron Tusks. What are you going to do with those just out of curiosity? Um I w- uh, yeah, I will say that you could do like a little grill and you could uh, take his iron tusks.
4: I was thinking about making them into some sort of a trophy. Necklace would probably be best. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I wouldn't put those that in my mouth.
3: <laughs> it's icky. That's icky. You could do like a like a helmet. Oh, that's cool. And have and have the four teeth. Like I said, predator mouth earlier. Like I was like literally like the 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 whatever. The more of like alien, the predator head, like have thing, like
4: helmet ha, thing.
3: Yeah, ha, have like four those four teeth there. Oh, um, interesting. As like a like a face guard. Like a yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wearing them as a necklace right now. We can get cooler later. Yeah. But like I don't have. I gotta go. I gotta go give them to my friend to make it cooler than that.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, you would have you wouldn't have had a way to forge it that quickly. Right.
0: Standing in front of the longhouse are three figures from the Heard. Esha Magnus Kinn, being like non-binary, neither son nor daughter. Rourke Wilson and the Lawgiver, who's left in charge, Crow Croweyes. They stand and usher you inside.
4: Well, hi Croweyes. Y'all? Oh, I nod.
0: How did it happen?
4: (laughs) We ambushed Iron Tusk. I killed him, cut his head off. We killed some boars. Then we went back to the hunting lodge, now rightfully mine. Skin Sliver decided to challenge me, so we took his head too.
0: I see that you're taking a cue from your half-brother.
4: Yeah, but hopefully in a more honorable way. He's not the only one who can cut off some heads.
0: This show would not be possible without our generous financial backing of our Patreon supporters. Today's episode is brought to you by Adam Guta, Brian, Chris Kimball, Dan Bauer, Daniel Tan, Lena Nibulsi, Lucia, Michael Callahan, Ryan, Thor, and Yona. Thank you, each and every one of you, because we would not be able to share this story with the world without your help. The music in this show was written and performed by our friends. Blake Bost, and Orman Audio. Our logo and the extensive maps on our website were done by Daniel Grayling, Emmeline Kelly drew our character art, and our website was built by Labor of Love Graphics. Our role-playing system is 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, published by Wizards of the Coast, who we hope will keep the focus of the game on community over profit. A scale Dream was played by Zach Weaver. Jesse Lemus played Grimton Steady Hand. Hagnar Elfbreaker, played by Sarah Zimmerman, and Steven Sivils, played Urshan Bethethnosh. I'm the dungeon master, Joe Love. Thank you, friends.